Episode 283, Five Ways to Combat Burnout. Hey y'all, welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey y'all, Gretchen here. Excited to be on the mic talking to you on the Empowering Educators podcast where I share stories, lessons learned, and lots of practical tips. Today's topic is flooding my Facebook and Instagram feed. It's the talk of my teacher leader mastermind. So the best thing I know to do is just bring light to it, offer some support, and of course, provide helpful guidance to move you through it. And this episode is for those of you in distress. Maybe you're transitioning in your role or you're feeling a great bit of burnout, but it's also great preventative measures for everybody. So whether you're burned out or feeling it coming or worry it might come in the future, go ahead and tune into this one. So I've got to say I am not the expert when it comes to burnout, but I do know one. She's in my PLN. I make sure I connect with her often. Her name is Amber Harper. If you go to burnedinteacher.com, you'll find all the resources there for you. She's got a podcast called Burn In Teacher. She wrote a book called Hacking Teacher Burnout. She does speaking engagements. She leads PD. She's all over the place because she knows what it feels like to be in the classroom. She took a break to go on the road and help teachers, and she's back into the classroom while also still helping teachers all over the place. So she is a wonderful resource resource. I highly suggest you go to her for all the science behind burnout, but I'm just going to share my story and my suggestions because I know it's worked for me and the teachers and the leaders that I work with. So Amber, that's your girl for burnout. Whether you are burned out because of your grade level, you've taught it too long, the curriculum, maybe it's really challenging or you don't understand it and you're spending so many hours trying to read through it and get a better grasp or student behavior or the person leading you, their leadership strategy and personality, it just doesn't jive with you or testing, it's so overwhelming and it's all the time and it's just so much. If you're in leadership, sometimes having a lack of direction can lead you to burnout because you're feeling like you're doing 10 people's jobs trying to figure out who should do what, what is the course of action for each of those items, and how can I get them all done, spinning too many plates without that lack of clarity. Whatever your role is, burnout is there. It's it's our body's way of alerting us to overstimulation in a specific area, and that leads us to anxiety, depression, being overwhelmed, on and on, and that's also our body's way of forcing us to notice, like alert, alert, and take action to balance the scales, to pull back on that one stressor. It's like when you've pulled a muscle and your body's like, God, that really hurts, you adjust your working out schedule, the way you walk, how you sleep, 
what you're doing during the day to try and make up for the pain that your body's feeling. It's a way to pull back and say, okay, hold on, I've hurt this area, let it repair itself. And that's exactly what burnout is doing, is it's saying, this this area right here is way too much for me, it's stressing me out, it's got way too much focus, way too much energy going to it, and we're just depleted. We need to reroute our body's responses and focus on something else, give this a chance to get better. But a lot of times we're unable to do that. Sometimes we cannot eliminate burnout because we just lack control to change the thing. That's our biggest stressor. But we can learn to manage burnout. So no matter your role or your job in the universe out there, burnout's going to come. No job or role or person is going to be safe from the burnout monster. It happens and you've got to learn your body's signals that it's coming. You've got to learn environments where you'll get to burn out faster and you'll learn to figure out what's the best fit for my mental sanity and longevity in a career. And it doesn't mean just because it's happening in education that education is not for you. It just means this one area, if we cannot figure out why it keeps happening or why it's so intense, then we've got to look at, okay, how can I use my skills, talents, and knowledge in another way? But you don't have to just jump ship to a totally different profession. We just have to think about the situation, the little island you're on. Maybe it's not the best. Let's figure it out. And a lot of times it's seasonal. It just is a circumstance. And when that alleviates itself, it goes away. So I do hope that is your situation because that is much easier to combat. But if not, that's okay because I've got five tips for you and some additional resources. But I want you to know that people who don't face burnout are probably just managing burnout well. They know themselves. They know what triggers them. They know what they have to do for their own rest, their own peace of mind, whether it's exercising or having a community or only working set hours, putting some boundaries in place, whatever tips and strategies they use, they're managing well. Or some are just preventing it well. They know what situations will set them off. And so they don't put themselves in that situation if they can help it. Maybe it's You know, that requires too much of my time to be on the after school committee. So I'm just not going to do that. I cannot give that much extra because I'm already running low. You just have to acknowledge where you're at and not say yes to everything and try and prevent it as much as possible. But there's also the people who are just straight lying and they are in burnout or they are feeling burnout and they just pretend They're not, and those are the ones that probably never get over it or move through it, and I hope that's not you. But I want you to know if you're feeling burnt out or you're feeling like it's coming, nothing's wrong with you, and your life is not over. We just need to get a game plan together. So I'm gonna share with you five tips and some additional resources that I've provided in the past on the topic of burnout, and you can peruse those again, or maybe you've discovered it for the first time. Either way, they should be helpful. So the five tips to combat burnout is number one, know the course. This helps you know what's coming, the lay of the land, like think of a game board. If you know that there's going to be a tricky part of the game, you can handle it when you get there. How does this typically go? Do people have high emotions in this month or does this season of teaching or leading typically get really strenuous? What can I expect? What are the past experiences of other folks who have been where I am? Is there a common flow of emotions? Everyone's 
real heightened right now and real sensitive right now and real stressed right now. When you know the lay of the land, when you know the course and you come to that moment where everything's bubbling up and you're stressed out to the max, you're not shocked because you know the course ahead of time. If you've ever seen the graphic of the year of a teacher and they start off really excited and then they get really burnt out kind of in October and in November because you've been going strong and then you get the nice break with holidays and then you come back super excited for the spring and then you get burnt out through testing and then you have the relief of summer. When you know that that's how it's going to go, when it starts to happen, you're not shocked and you're not beating yourself up and you're not like SOS. You're like, okay, par for the course. It's, we're going to move through it. Next month's easier or the next few days or, you know, you're able to manage it in your head much better and you don't get emotionally involved in it. So know the course. Tip number two, I do a letter of intent. I don't do a New Year's resolution and I don't do a word of the year, although I've done both in the past. This seems to work best for me. I've shared about it before. I'm going to remind you about it again. I write a letter to myself talking about the year ahead and all that I'm going to accomplish and all that I'm going to become as a person. Congratulating myself on doing and being this way. So think about where do you want to go in the next year? Who do you want to become? What do you want to accomplish? You're thankful and proud in advance. This is going to help you keep your eye on the prize when you start to feel frustrated or scared or stressed out. You know, I have things that I'm going to accomplish this year. or I know I'm going to become XYZ because I am declaring it. And it is going to help me do that by having this focus. Just like knowing the course of your job, know the course of your goals. Hey y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. Tip number three, make many milestones or things to look forward to. Whether it's weekly or monthly or quarterly or annually, we all do better. We can push through when we know there's a reward at the end. And so if you are frustrated and stuck in burnout and you don't have any reprieve, which comes in the form of some sort of celebration or milestone, then you feel like there's no end in sight and that is where the emotions start to take over and you have a really hard time digging yourself out a burnout. So make sure you provide yourself things to celebrate or things to look forward to. And maybe it's even hourly if your burnout is really that strong. But you decide what makes sense and plot those mini milestones for yourself on your calendar, in your phone, uh, and just keep it front of mind when you're just dreading something that you have something to look forward to. It keeps the momentum going, encouraging you to keep moving forward. Tip number four, identify your triggers. So I was talking a little bit about this before, but you got to know what makes your blood boil. Like what stresses you out? What makes you angry? Where do you get stuck and burn out the most? Figure out what's triggering you. For me, it was like having too many concurrent deadlines. I can manage my workload, but when everything was due at the same time, I couldn't, I literally didn't have enough time in the day. Plus I had a second job trying to make ends meet. It was too much at one time. And that is what would send me into overdrive, into overwhelm, into depression, into feeling burnt out. I had nothing left to give. I was giving 70% at everything because I was trying to still be present and 
you know, fulfill commitments and stuff. And so you got to know yourself, even though you know the course, you know, it's coming, you've done your letter of intent, you know who you want to be and what you want to accomplish. You've got your many milestones. So you know what to look forward to. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be things that come along and trigger you. And when you know what your trigger is, you're like, no, 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 you're not going to do it to me. I know this is going to set me off. And then you can kind of reroute your brain into I know I'm unable to do this. Can I submit this at this time? Can I accomplish this by this time? Can I, you know, phone a friend, have someone come in and help me? You know where that boundary is because of that trigger and you can do your best to manage it and prevent it when it comes. Tip number five, get in community. I mean, misery does love company, but sometimes the company helps give you perspective, remind you of the good things that drew you into this position, into this field, what you have to contribute, those that are pouring back into you, trying to fill your cup. I mean, we learn from each other's struggles. Sometimes you just need a shoulder to cry on and feel heard. I love to surround myself with folks who have been where I am so that they can kind of light the way, guide me along the path and just hear their stories and what they found to be difficult and the things that they loved about it. That gives me perspective. Uh, This is what I do in, in my mastermind with my teacher leaders. We brainstorm solutions to obstacles and we swap strategies and tips and we celebrate growth and we build camaraderie. And that's what a burnout group should be. And you don't have to call it that and you don't have to go find other burned down people, but you need to have your people. Like I was saying, Amber is my burnout person. When I'm starting to feel that way, I know she's the perfect person to go to. She's got all the latest research on burnout. She's got all the tips and tricks. She can hear my situation. She can connect me with someone similar. She can just listen to me. She can remind me of all I've accomplished and all I'm doing and why it's for the greater good. I mean, she's known me for a long time to know my path and to give me some real solid advice. So a community could be one other person or five. It's up to you to decide what it is you need. So those five ways to combat burnout were know the course, your new year letter of intent, many milestones, identify triggers, and get in community. So I promised you that I'd have some resources for you. I'll put them all in the show notes. Just go to alwaysalesson.com, click on podcast, find this episode, and I'll be there for you. I've been chatting a lot about Amber, my burned out bestie, (laughs) and we did a whole series a while ago that had some blog posts, some videos, an audio series, and so I'll link those on how burnout saved my educator spirit. It really did. (laughs) It was the best thing that happened to the both of us to be burnt out because it helped us learn how to become better teachers, uh, more importantly, better colleagues to the people that we now serve. So that is really cool and interesting. I'll link that. I did a clubhouse chat with other teacher leaders on how to support teachers in burnout. So if you work with other teachers and support their growth and development, that would be a good one to listen to, especially because it's not just me. You hear the perspective of other people. I did a podcast episode 171 called Burning Out Isn't an Option, and that's really helpful, encouraging, inspiring to listen to while you're on the go. If you prefer to read, I also did a blog post called Beat Student Burnout, Five Strategies to Enhance the Student psyche because we are not the only ones experiencing it. They are too, from testing to uh, being on a computer for way too long to managing a really huge homework workload and trying to balance sports and being part of the community. So that's really cool too. 
So between the blog and video and audio series to the clubhouse chat to the podcast episodes to the blog posts, I've got you covered. However you prefer to learn um, or do a deep dive into maybe a little bit more about burnout you didn't know, I think this would all be really helpful. So all those links, again, will be on in the show notes. Go to alwayslesson.com, click on podcast, find this episode, and it's there. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on five ways to combat burnout. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. (laughs) 